Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastic on me. We take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Well, listeners, we're not exactly sure if you missed us or not, but we're back. It's been a hectic few weeks now since our last episode and I think we have a little bit of ground to make up when it comes to having a look at the managers and how they're getting on in the league here. So we won't delay. Eamon joins me today and Eamon, I have to say, you're looking very well there in your Christmas jumper. You're certainly getting into the festive mood. Yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I, I thought I'd make an effort um, seeing that this is the week before Christmas. Plus, I'm actually heading out with a few pals of mine after we finish this recording and we're going for a meal and we'll have a few Christmas libations and it is nice to be back. It seems like an awful long time since we recorded our last episode and we were talking about some of the skullduggery that was going on with some of our managers. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. It's nice to be back before Christmas. Well, very nice. Well, I hope the evening goes well for you. Yes, well, I expect it's going to go well. It's with my friends. Uh, it, it will be, we'll have a bit of a crack, so we will. And it has to be done, I have to say, because I look around here and this doesn't look like there's any sign of a Christmas shindig for our podcast crew. When all things considered, Eamon, I mean, number one, there's only the two of us here, so unless we book well together, there isn't much of a shindig. Yeah, I, I noticed that uh, no Hector and no Captain Fantastic and Mick. Yes, we have no Hector. Um, He's actually returned to Brazil for Christmas and the new year. Hopefully, maybe we might try and see if we get a call with him just before the Christmas or the new year. Just a little chat with him there. As for Captain Fantastical Mick, well, he has been busy doing some punditry work for Virgin Media. I am hoping that he's going to make a return to us here. I see. Well, look, he's probably getting paid for that. I mean, he's not getting paid for this, is he? Uh, No, he's not, no. Well, I suppose that's the problem. He's going where the money is, so you might have to have a little uh, whip around or shake a bucket for him there as such. And look, Hector took off and he never said anything to me. I knew he was going home. Adios, Hector. Hopefully he doesn't have any issues with the passport again. Well, we're still here, Eamon, and that's the important thing. Best leave it to the professionals. And the professionals, we certainly are. Well, on that note, I think we better get stuck in here and get the ball rolling and take a look at Game Week 13. Listeners, before anybody takes a heart attack and thinks, oh my God, they're going to go through every team, every transfer, we'll be here all night. No, we're not. What we're going to do is, instead of having a full in-depth look at the managers, we're going to have a sort of an umbrella view, a helicopter view of how they got on, where they stood, where they stand. Maybe we have a look and just see how many transfers they're made. Maybe somebody used a chip. We don't know. So you can relax. Take a breath there. Now, okay. Eamon, game week 13. The highest points were 106 and the average points came in at 46. Do you want to start us off here and have a chat about the teams, the managers? Yes, thank you very much, host. And uh, to our listeners as well, you're very welcome. Welcome back. Look, there's still no change at the top here. Um, Silverstroke got 62 points in game week 13. They had one transfer made. In second place was Taiga. They had 43 points. They didn't make any transfers. Up from fourth to third is the Spoofer. Arkham Avengers. They got 60 points and they made one transfer this week. Also up 
from fifth place up to fourth. What a beauty, 99. They got 63 points. They didn't make any transfers. Also up from sixth to fifth place, the Bamford Rejects. 69 points. No transfers made. Well, I'm not surprised there. One strange thing was down to sixth from third place was Sackers' Steed with 38 points. They had no transfers made. There was no change in seventh place. Annal Town had 58 points and one transfer made. There was no change either. For finally got there. 51 points. They made two transfers and they took a hit of minus four in game week 13. Down from eighth to ninth is Raglan Road. 48 points. They made two transfers as well. They also took a hit of minus four points. Up from 11th to 10th is Lafayette Lions. 50 points. They made one transfer. And also up from 12th to 11th is the Toboggers. 52 points. One transfer made there. Down from 10th to 12th. Won't be happy with this. Splicing squad. 38 points and one transfer made. Then we've no change in 13th position. That's ASC Tunali, 44 points. They did make two transfers, but it didn't help them to move. And still no change in 14th place. Medinicus, 35 points, and they had no transfers for this game week. So Silverstroke still maintaining a firm grip there on first uh, position. Next name, and I suppose we'll take a look at game week 14 and see what happened there. Um, and I'll sure I'll talk about this. Well, you're very welcome to talk about it. It's either you talk or I'll talk. Okay, well, I'll do the talking on this one here. Okay, game week 14, the highest points were 114. The average points were 54. No change in first place with Silver Stroke. They got 51 points. They had no transfers. No change either in second place with Taiga, 60 points. They had two transfers in this game week. Up from fifth to third, Bamford Rejects with 69 points. No transfer made. No change in fourth place with Water Beauty 99, 59 points. They had no transfers. Down from third to fifth, Arkham Avengers, 48 points. No transfers made. Up from seventh to sixth, and Old Town, 63 points. Two transfers, and they took a hit of minus four points. Down from sixth to seventh, Sackers of Steel, 58 points. They had four transfers made, and they took a hit of minus eight. Up from 11th to eighth, Toboggers with 70 points, one transfer they made. No change in ninth with Raglan Road at 56 points. They didn't make any transfers either this week. Down from 8th to 10th, finally got there. 49 points, one transfer. Also down from 10th to 11th, Lafayette Lions, 58 points and no transfer made. There's no change in game week 14 in 12th place because Lightsome Squad got 56 points, one transfer they made. AFC Tenali remain in 13th place with 50 points and no transfers. And Medinicans still in 14th place with 57 points and they had two transfers. It's, it's quite interesting there to see Tobogger starting to move up the table over the last number of weeks. It's uh, encouraging. They normally wouldn't be down the bottom of the table like that so much for so long either. But uh, I think they have a different approach to the game now. Well, the question is, of course, can they maintain that steady rise in game week 15, where the highest points came in at 105, the average points aiming were only 35. Take it away. Yes, again, we've no change at the top of the table with Silverstroke. They had 38 points and they didn't have any transfer activity this game week. Tiger are still in second place with 46 points. They did make two transfers and they lost Four points as a result of that activity. From fourth place to third is Water Beauty 99. They got 38 points. They didn't have any transfer activity. Down 
from third to fourth place, Bamford rejects, 26 points. Naturally enough, they didn't have any transfer activity, of course. That's that's something that's alien to this manager. So folks, don't be expecting to see transfers here any day soon. The Spoofer remains in fifth place with 36 points. They did make two transfers up from seventh to sixth place. Sack as a steal. They got 46 points. Now, they had two transfers in this game week and they lost minus four points as a result of that. Down from sixth to seventh is Annal Town, 25 points this week. And they had one transfer. They'd be very disappointed with that. Up from ninth into eighth place, Ragnar Road. 39 points and two transfers. Up also from 12th to 9th place is Brighton squad. And they got 45 points and they had one transfer. Down from 8th to 10th place. The Tobaggers. 26 points and one transfer. We'll disappoint you if that's it, will be. There's no change in 11th place with Lafayette Lions. 36 points. Although they had two transfers. Didn't seem to do much for them there. Up from 13th place to 12th. AFC Tenali got 54 points, even though they didn't have any transfers. A down from 10th place to 13th. It's finally got there with 34 points and no transfers. And 14th place is no change. Medinicus with 29 points and one transfer. You look at that table, there's a lot of movement. And it's strange to see what a beauty 99 saw high, considering they were in 10th place in game week 11. Yet they've managed to get themselves up to third there. I think Tawboggers and the likes of finally got there would be very disappointed to find that although they were going in the right direction going up, they're now dropping down to 10th place and 13th place respectively. They won't be happy with that at all. But I mean, it's still tight enough between the managers, score-wise. And I mean, a bad game week can cause all sorts of trouble here, so it can. Oh, it can indeed, yes. Um, look, when you see Tawboggers getting 26 points, it's not great. I know the average was 35, but like you have to be trying to do a little bit better than that there. But moving along to game week 16, we can see that the highest points were 112. The average points were 40. There's no change in first place. Silverstroke still remain top of the league with 56 points and they had one transfer. Ty Eger still in second place and they had 49 points. They played their wild card up from sixth place into third. Sack as a steal, 68 points. And they had just the one transfer. Down from third into fourth. What a beauty, 99. 40 points. No transfers made. There's nearly no change in fifth for Arkham Avengers. They had 51 points. Now they made three transfers and lost minus eight points as a result of that. Down from fourth into sixth place. Bamford rejects with 31 points and no transfer activity there. There's no change in seventh place with Town, 47 points and one transfer made. Up from ninth to eighth place. some squad. 54 points, they had two transfers and they took a hit of minus four. Down from eighth into ninth place, Raglan Road, 46 points, they had two transfers and they also took a hit of minus four points. There's no change in 10th place for Tobuggers, they're 45 points with no transfers. No change either in 11th for Lafayette Lions with 54 points. Three transfers made though and they lost minus eight points up from 13th to 12th place, finally got there. 48 points. Three transfers made and they took a hit of minus four. Down from 12th to 13th place is AFC Trinali with 24 points and no transfer activity this week for them. And finally, still in 14th place, Medinicus. They got 60 points though. They had no transfers. An interesting game week there is 
that game week 16 with a lot of managers taking hits and with the minus points. And I think some of the, the big guys, the Hallands and the Salas, not really doing it for them. I think there's a bit of panicking in the air. Managers trying to see who they could nab, what manager could see a player who might help them on their way there. And uh, look, I think some teams are looking a bit shook at the moment, if I, if I may add in that there. Okay, well, now we're going to take a look at game week 17. The highest points for game week 17 were 120. The average points were 40. Eamon, do you want to have a chat about this? There's not change in first place because Silver Stroke are still maintaining a, a grip on first with 53 points. They had one transfer this week, though. Tayega remained in second place with 68 points. They had two transfers and lost four points as a result of their transfer activity. No change in third place. Sackers is still 57 points. They did one transfer. No change either in fourth place for Quata Beauty 99. They had 52 points. And uh, surprisingly, they didn't dip their toes into the transfer market. The Spoofer is still hanging on there in fifth place with 61 points. They did have three transfers and they ended up taking a, a hit of minus eight. This is the Spoofer, of course. We're not surprised at that. Up from 7th to 6th place is Annal Town, 54 points. Two transfers, and they lost 4 points as a result of that. Also up from 8th to 7th place is Blightham Squad, 54 points. Two transfers, they did lose 4 points as a result of that activity. Down from 6th to 8th place, Bamford's Rejects, 33 points. No transfer activity, uh, don't be surprised about that. I'm sure nobody's sputtering their tea when they hear that. Up from 12th to 9th place though. Finally got there. 54 points. No transfers made. There's no change in 10th. Tobaggers are still there with 54 points. They did have 3 transfers and they lost 4 points as a result of that sort of carry on. Down from 9th to 11th is Ravlin Road. 41 points. Did one transfer conducted this week. Also down from 11th to 12th place is Lafayette Lions. 40 points and one transfer. There's no change in 13th place. AFC Tinali is there with 23 points, no transfers. And 14th place sees Medinicus with 23 points and no transfers made either. You'd have to say, Eamon, when you, when you look at that game week, there's a lot of movement going on over the last couple of weeks with managers who were on the way up only now to find that they're on their way back down the table. Indeed, that's correct. There is a lot of movement here with some managers. They, they seem to get on a run and go up, but then... They hit a slump and go back down there. The only ones that are really standing out here are, well, Tayega are there in second place. They're cruising along, doing what they have to do and trying to catch up with Silverstroke, who, in fair play to Silverstroke, they're maintaining a lead over the rest of the managers and they're holding that first place there. Indeed, Silverstroke briefly took first place back in game week five before dropping off into second place and they, they remained there. However, since game week eight, they've put a run of 10 game weeks together, one after another, where they've held on to first place. That's quite an achievement, wouldn't you say? Almost definitely. It is an achievement. I mean, let's remember, this is one of our new managers. This isn't one of our experienced pundits who are out, who are out there playing Jack the Lad and forgetting to do the transfers. None Silverstroke are professional in their approach they make their transfers they don't look panicked they look very very steady there i have to say and for a new manager to hold first place for 10 game weeks when you consider that taiga is trying to 
catch them and reel them in. It's not working. Sackis' steel is up and down like one of those spirit levels there. Don't bother about talking about what a beauty and Bamford rejects because they're just the imbeciles of the league here with, that, with our approach and that carry on. The spoofer is just like the mad hatter. And then you've got Anna Town who looks like they were trying to make a good run of it. And you've got the likes then of Blightsome Squad who should be doing better. Finally caught there. The tall boggers. And Lafayette Lions. I'm surprised at Lafayette Lions. They're, they're not switched on at all. They're just not clicking there. And Raglan, who last season said that they wanted to finish in the top five. Well, they're looking a little bit wayward out there. It's, it's like they're in a boat and the sail's not working or the rudder's not working and they're just afloat. So Silverstroke are doing very good. And I tell you something, they're on the nail here. So they are. They're looking really hot there. I mean, okay. Game week 17 saw the run, uh, you know, they, they run the two weeks on the rise. It's come to an end. But they still hold a 28-point lead over Taiga, who's sitting there in second place. Yeah, Taiga, actually, when we look at this, they're one week on the rise after game week 17. And they're, as you said, they're 28 points behind Silver Stroke. They're 26 points ahead of Sackers of Steel. And while I'm talking about Sackers of Steel, they must be happy, actually, because they have a run of three weeks where they're on the rise. They took a bit of a dip between game week 12 and game week 14, but it looks like they're taking sufficient measures to rectify the matters there. Yeah, and then when you take a look at What a Beauty 99, when they have themselves one week on the rise. However, there's a pattern with this manager that they go up one week and then the next game week they're back down again. They don't seem to be able to, be able to put a run together here. And then if I can move on then to speak about the spoofer himself. Well, he's in a similar situation. He's one week on the rise. The, the spoofer has had a bit of a, a drop and rise approach over the last few weeks, but they're, they're holding fifth place there. Now, if we have a look, Annal Town, of course, are two weeks on the rise. Now, they had a super run because from game week seven to game week 14, they had green arrows all the way up and then they stuttered in game week 15. But it's back to green arrows for them there. Perhaps maybe they're going to make a run of it there. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Another manager who's putting in the green arrows is none other than our blightsome squad. Now, they are three weeks on the rise and, and they're going to be looking to build on this there. And, you know, that's good for them. But it's a different story for the Bamford reject. Yeah, they find themselves three weeks on the drop. And strangely enough, they actually managed for a run of green arrows where they were on the rise in the league table from game week 10 to game week 14. But reality has kicked in for this manager and it's red arrows and you're going down. And after having a bit of reality check for themselves there, when they were on a drop from game week 11 to game week 15, finally got there, has settled and are two weeks on the rise. And they certainly will be hoping there's no more slip ups. Toboggers, of course, is another manager who is two weeks on the rise. They too also put a fine run of green arrows from game week 9 to 14 where they were on the rise and that came to an end. But it looks like they're back on track again. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, but it's a strange season. So I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be holding my breath too much on a couple of these lads. They don't seem to be clicking either there. Raglan Road won't be very happy here because they're two weeks on the drop. And when you look at their last six game weeks, five of those have been spent dropping. This manager, he's flying all right, but he's flying in the wrong direction now. After five weeks on the rise, Lafayette Lions finds themselves one week on the drop. Now, they did put a run of green arrows together where they were on the rise in the past. They have a drop and hopefully this drop is a one-off for them there. As I said, this is another manager who needs to really switch on now. I mean, game week 17 and you're languishing, 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 
lounging down at the, at the wrong side of the table there. You need to get up now and start moving and start doing something. Another manager so on the drop is AFC Tenali. Two weeks on the drop after they had one week on the rise and came up 15. However, prior to that, they were on the drop for four weeks. So are we probably looking at another two weeks of on the drop before they get a green arrow? Very easily, I'd say probably you could be saying there could be four or five red arrows with this lad here. He's, this, this, this is one of the skylarkers at the end of the day. And look, you talk about, uh, you know, boys not doing anything. This fella just, like, he had a flash in the pan. He was doing cool. He was doing good. He looked at business and now he's just, uh, he's no Kit Kat at the end of the day. And finally, Medinicus has to contend with one week on the drop. They had a fine run of green arrows when they were from game week two to game week seven. They were on the rise. Since then, it's kind of been a case of stop and start for the manager. However, they probably will take some comfort from the fact that they are now only four points behind AFC Tonali. So they could be moving in game week 18. With a bit of luck, I think they deserve to move. They've, they've plugged away. They've done things. They're another new manager. I'd like to see them move. And I think this is their game week coming up that they're going to get off the bottom of that team. And when you get moving, it could be a confidence booster. It can help you move up there. Right, that's it, folks. We have finally caught up. And now game week 18 approaches. It's kicking off the festive run for Christmas and New Year. And our match starts on Thursday, the 21st of December at half six with Crystal Palace taking on Brighton. Of course, we will be keeping an eye to see how our managers are getting on over the festive season and hopefully they don't have too much turkey or too much ham and end up forgetting about managing the teams. I think some of them have already forgotten about managing the teams. We can always hope for the new year. New year wish. Managers manage. Of course, we have no Hector's hellos uh, this week because Hector is away. But Eamon, you tell me you have a few announcements. I have, yes, indeed. I have. Somebody sent me in a couple of notes here and, and, and I thought I'd better read them. So it, this, is, this, this isn't Hector's hellos. This is Eamon's heaviest or something like that. Okay, look, firstly, I'd like to wish a Raglan Road manager a very happy birthday. Uh, yes, Owen. I believe it was his birthday with the weekend, so I, I believe his greetings to him there, and I hope he enjoyed himself and had a good time, and uh, hopefully he got a chance to raise a glass there. Now, we also have a birthday celebration last week for Catherine. It was her birthday, and uh, from what I hear, there was any amount of cakes and buns going about there, and she also had a great night in the Glen Cairn Hotel. That's over in Castle Blaney, County Monaghan. Derek Ryan was playing there, so I'm sure... There's plenty of dancing and plenty of crack at that there. And finally, now this is a birthday that uh, took place earlier in December and it's belated birthday greetings to Owen. And Owen is up there in, uh, I believe it's Scott's house, Saudis. And happy birthday to Owen. I hope you had a lovely birthday and hope you're getting ready for Christmas. And Owen has a, has a brother, brother there called Aidan as well. So I think uh, they're, they're all excited for the arrival of Santa and Owen loves the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so hopefully he, he enjoys and gets a chance to, to play with some of those there and uh, that's my lot as he says happy birthday to everybody and listen if it's your birthday today and you're listening well, Eamon says happy birthday thanks for that Eamon and uh, it's good to hear and finally look I'd just like to say happy Christmas to you Hector Mick all our managers in the league and all our listeners all over the world. And I hope that it's a good Christmas for everybody. 
that everyone has a lovely time and you know it's been a hasn't been a bad year overall and hopefully it hasn't been a bad year for you and i'd also like to just say thank you for tuning in it's always much appreciated and thanks for following us all that remains for me to say is good morning good afternoon good evening good night take care of yourselves wherever you are in the world we'll be back slon